Hey everyone, it's Gabby and Danny and Manny and you're listening to Oye, Let's Talk. Okay, so today we're going to talk about Bad Bunny, El Conejo Malo. Also known as Benito Antonio Martinez Ocasio. He is 26 years old, from Puerto Rico, became this huge Latin trap star known as Bad Bunny, as Gabby just said. Um, he actually started posting music on SoundCloud around 2016. So if you think about it, it hasn't really been that long. He's been singing and rapping only in Spanish, and now he has billions of streams on platforms like YouTube and Spotify. Just to give you guys a little context, he's won so many different awards. In 2017, he won Song of the Summer for I Like It, a collaboration with Cardi B and J Balvin at the MTV Music Awards. And then in 2018, he won the Latin American Music Awards as Artist of the Year. Most recently, in 2019, he won Billboard's top Latin song, Te Bote. So, I don't know, you guys, Mire is saying that he is the artist of the decade championing a new type of masculinity as well. So I just want to mention that Danny really hit on some bops that I think we've all heard at some point, whether it's in the club or on Spotify or was recommended to you. But it is super important to note that this guy was famous based off his SoundCloud. He did not even have a hit album yet. That's wild. That's kind of like how Justin Bieber started, right? Even though he started on YouTube. But I just, feel like a lot of a lot of artists of our generation have started off SoundCloud. It's been a platform for a lot of artists to launch from there. But disclaimer, Justin Bieber also had some help from Usher. I really do oh, feel like <laughs> Bad Bunny was like a bag boy or something going to university, like dropping his trap songs on SoundCloud. And he just like was on the come up so quick. Like, think about it. What year was it that he was like um, awarded artist of the year like that wasn't too far from when he was discovered and i just think that's amazing to me but i think the important thing that we want to get to today is just about how he is changing like the industry from the ground up everything in terms of stereotypes because like musica urbano is very much a masculine type of music like you know think of like booty 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 rocking everywhere but in spanish all the time <laughs> And Bad Bunny really just takes it to a whole new level, like having extra context and meanings to his song. And he just is always pushing the envelope. And with respect, right? I think that's huge. I think a lot of the times we're used to these, these reggaetoneros who are very like aggressive with their music and very sexist in a way. And I think that he's very mindful in the way that he portrays himself and the way that his lyrics tell a story. So that's why, he, that's why he calls his listeners La Nueva Religión, which translates to the new religion. And it's translating essentially that, alluding that his music is a way for him to express beliefs that he thinks this generation shares as well. I agree, guys. I feel like there, I remember when I saw one of the first Bad Bunny music videos, um, he was like painting his nails. And I remember that being like a really big thing. And he's really pushing the envelope on that gender fluidity where you'll see even in all his even from the beginning not even his most recent music video but from the beginning you've always seen that gender fluid theme in his and in all his in all his uh music and i feel like it's really changing and not only says 
what he means, what he stands as an artist, but it also portrays what our generation is moving towards. Because I feel like Bad Bunny wouldn't have been as successful maybe 20 years ago when we really didn't have that mindset where now it's a little easier because it, it it's an indication of where we're heading to, where we're able to accept that and, you know, him be such a top artist. And, you know, you get, you, you guys understand what I'm trying to say. Yeah, a hundred percent. I, as you were saying that it kind of reminded me of Lady Gaga in a way, like when Lady Gaga came out in the, I guess, English music industry, she was very authentic. She still is very authentic. And I think that Bad Bunny in a way is like that for Hispanics, for the Latinx community. He says what he means and he doesn't care if he sounds like he's, you know, cursing too much or not fitting the the gender roles um, that we're used to, I guess. And he has no problem saying that hace lo que se le dé la gana, for lack of a better phrase. He does whatever the F he wants and people love him for that. And it's not to say that he has like an amazing voice, you know, like I, I would argue that he has, I don't know if he even sings. I think, I think he's even said it in an interview. Like, listen, I don't really sing. I just put stuff together, but he bops. <laughs> yeah, he bops, I guess. Um, well, that just goes to show like his talent as a producer as well, because that's the important thing to highlight. Like he considers him an artist of the culture, not just an artist in the music industry. And I know we're already making comparisons and stuff, but I kind of want to like dive into some specifics about what we're talking about. So his latest music video, Yo Pareo Sola, which translates to I twerk or dance alone, is he's all dressed in drags. Like, I'm telling you guys have probably seen it, but the boobs, tight dress, wig, makeup, todo. And of course, his nails are painted. And there's like a bunch of other symbolism. But the whole point of the music video and the song itself is that women can dance alone. Like they that she'll call you if she needs you, but they don't need a man to have fun and to respect women. And I'm totally anticipating this to be like a club jam for a super long time. Agreed. Even at the end of that video, um, that literally at the end, ver- if, if someone saw that music video and didn't get the message, he literally puts it at the end in writing and he says, Si no quiere bailar contigo, respeta ella perrea sola. Basically, if she doesn't want to dance with you, respect her. She just want to dance by herself. And we, I mean, we've all seen the music video. And if you guys haven't, you have to watch it right now. My favorite part of that video is where they do some really cool visual effects. And it looks like he's the male version of Bad Bunny is dancing with the female version of Bad Bunny. And <laughs> I think that is just hilarious that's that's literally my favorite part of that music video and shout out to whoever had to edit that together because that is not easy like his whole team that makes his he was also the artistic director of that music video because i wanted to just make sure like is it his team that pushes this envelope as well but it seems like he always stands up for his ideas oh yeah definitely his message and like sometimes his team doesn't want to get on board is what my research was showing me and he's like no like this is who i am this is what i want to do so like for more i guess context he's like very big on any types of rights like and specifically like he's from puerto rico and being as young as he is since he was 18 like he was very much like critical of the government and especially for like governor roseo's time his administration he's some of his early music was talking about how like the public school system needs to change and like how it's not 
necessarily just up to him, but everyone needs to help out in that aspect. And his fight for better education, like he's just taken that through his early stages of music and he's tried to act on it. And that was during a time when like they had closed a hundred schools and they weren't providing like a lot of resources. And he actually went to university and that was one of his things as he was a student himself, like this public education system could be better for it being like so connected to the U.S. mainland. And then when all that protest was going down on the island to boot Roseo out from office, he left his European tour, got on a plane, I believe from Spain, back to the island. And if you Google it, there's iconic photos of him in the middle of the protest, waving the Puerto Rican flag, all dressed in black because he was mourning. It's like such an iconic photo. And here's a huge plug, like, I don't know if anyone listens to Latino USA. It's also a podcast, but they interviewed with Residente, like an old school, like Urbano musician. Like he's old school rap for sure. And he talks about the Puerto Rican protests and how celebrities had to fly back to the island. And he was like highlighting how Bad Bunny did it like automatically. And for context, Residente is like a product of a socially active family his dad used to take him to protest when he was little. So like that was built in his blood. And he's like, for me as a celebrity, I understand it's harder for other artists to do the same. But he was saying how Bad Bunny's the next generation. Like he to dip out on a tour and to join protests and like remember your roots on the island and then like make a song and collaborate with others. He's like everyone he specifically said in the interview, like everyone needs to keep an eye on Bad Bunny because he could really change the world and the island, hopefully. So that to me, the fact that like other artists are recognizing Bad Bunny for who he is and his political stance is like, oh, amazing. And you know what? He has come on the come up in American music. Like he went on Jimmy Fallon to talk about, well, I want to say his latest album, but like he dropped one out of nowhere. <laughs> but the one before that, he was just teasing it this whole time. And you know what it is that he didn't go to any Spanish media or anything. He's on Jimmy Fallon being like, this is going to be my new album. 20 hits let's listen to it and and he performed there it was like incredible yeah the crossover to me is something that is huge I mean even seeing him at the Super Bowl that whole thing right how the Super Bowl had J Balvin J-Lo Shakira and then breaking barriers that's something that hasn't really been a thing like it, we haven't really seen much exposure in terms of crossover and I think that's so important for us millennials who we're born here, but also are very grounded to our roots. And we love, you know, I guess a mix of both cultures that maybe our parents weren't exposed to. Um, And I have a quote here that I read from Vice magazine, and it said that he serves as an unsubtle rejection of Musica Urbana's hyper-masculine and sexist past, something that endears him to a youthful base far more woke than those who came before. So Tying everything together, I mean, he definitely speaks to a more woke uh, fan-based audience who doesn't necessarily need all this extra flamboyant stuff for PR. Like, his mass following speaks for his music. Let me mention something really quick. I feel like um, 
you guys, when Gabby was first mentioning, when she was first talking about him being an artist that went, you know, stopped his tour to go to this protest, it really made me think about how a lot of celebrities nowadays, they want to be politically correct and then don't want to do something to accept, um, uh, upset their fans or their following. And I feel like we keep mentioning this theme that he literally, as his last album says, you know, yo hago lo que me de la gana. He literally does, he, you know, he talks a talk and walks a walk. And, you know, you have to respect him for that because not every, every celebrity stands up for the, what they really believe in. And I just want to mention too, like, it's so easy for some other celebrities just to donate a mass amount of money to a cause. Mm -hmm. But I feel like Bad Bunny just takes it a step further. Like, you really understand his stance. Like, when it, it was a huge thing in Puerto Rico after, like, Roseo stepped down as well, that these transgender women being killed. And Bad Bunny, again, used an American platform to raise awareness to a Puerto Rican issue by wearing a skirt and a t-shirt that says um, the name of the woman who died. Sorry, I'm like double checking that I have the name correct. Alexa ne Negron Luciano. Okay, well, I remember it was a huge thing because I, I get Spanish news and everyone was describing like, oh, a man in a skirt was like brutally killed. And right after Bad Bunny is like debuting his album to an American audience in a skirt with a shirt with her name on it, saying that she was killed. And I'm like, that is speaks volumes. Like people wouldn't understand unless you knew the context of what was happening on the island. But I'm I do not doubt that that was a last minute wardrobe decision. Oh definitely. I think specifically his shirt said Mataron Alexa. They killed Alexa. And then at the bottom it says not a man wearing a skirt. And you know he he stands for so many issues and, you know, he's standing up for transphobia, not only on the island, but here in the mainstream. And I feel going back to just what we keep saying, you know, he really stands up and brings a light to issues. I feel like maybe if he hadn't gone on Fallon and does this, no one would have been talking about it, you know, or he definitely put it on that pedestal where... It, you know, he's really championing the rights for these people. And that's that should be very respected of him. And I'm going to just play devil's advocate here because I wanted to get to a point earlier that um, Danny was saying, like, Danny, I know you were reading that quote from Vice, but I, I don't want to say that, like, Bad Bunny's new at this. I think he's pushing the envelope for a generation. But, like, there is plenty of other artists that had to break a few barriers so Bad Bunny could get to where he is. I wouldn't oh, absolutely. Guys, I think we should state the obvious that Daddy Yankee, Daddy Yankee himself walked so Bad Bunny could run. I don't, I think we can all look back and just, I think I was maybe in fifth grade and listening to La Gasolina Bro. constantly <laughs> on the radio and having that change reggaeton for our entire for our entire lives basically can we talk um, about how they still play it at clubs <laughs> <laughs> it's still it's in remixes and remixes it's, it's a classic danny do not do not put shame i just want to mention that daddy yankee is still relevant as well and he's 43 so not exactly twice the age of bad bunny but like those two can collab and it's it's perfect because i feel like they have a similar personality and if <laughs> Other plug, 
if y'all go on Netflix right now and watch Nikki Jam's like bio series, uh, I think it's called Nikki Jam El Ganador. Oh yeah, um, it talks about like his very beginnings, and I, this is gonna sound messed up, but like Daddy Yankee is a shining character <laughs> throughout Nikki Jam's life, and you learn a lot more about Daddy Yankee, and that's what opened my eyes. That's like, oh my gosh, they even meet J Balvin, J Balvin in the series. But I'm thinking, okay, Bad Bunny, yes, he stands out, absolutely. But, like, they went through a lot, like, Nicky Jam, Daddy Yankee, like, all of the initial Puerto Rican artists, like, most Osuna. definitely laid it out. Osuna, I would even, like, describe him as a new generation. But I don't even think Os- – Osuna is one of the celebrities that I wouldn't describe as political either. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, I feel like Osuna is more on brand when it comes to that. And he's very, like – romantic and stuff like almost like a Romeo Santos which that was the artist that he looked up to um so I don't know who Bad Bunny draws inspiration from specifically but I really do think that he's fearless in being himself all the time which is kind of the biggest highlight I I know we keep saying it but someone who is socially politically outspoken and I don't exactly know how he uses like I don't know how economics fits into his brand if that makes sense because I don't think of I don't associate Bad Bunny as being like a millionaire or anything, but I do associate him as being a good person, which I think is very hard to say about celebrities all the time. Like they might be well known for something or notorious, but it's very hard to gauge them as a human being. And I don't find that as an issue with Bad Bunny. Like I do think I'd be his friend. He is a little odd. Don't get me wrong. I can be awkward sometimes. I do know that he's mentioned um, on various occasions that he looks up to Reciente a lot. And I think he he's drawn a lot of inspiration from him um as you mentioned before that's his, so cool yeah socio-political um is it bad that i don't know who president is i recently learned about him to be honest because of my boyfriend he's a huge fan of him well, okay um, because you guys keep mentioning him and i'm like am i supposed to know who that is old school. yeah he's very old school trap mm. right musica urbana i get confused okay. to be honest with with the technicalities of the terms um but, yes but they're, guys, they're both very genuine. Calle 13? No. Oh, he was in yes. Calle 13? Oh, yes. that's the main... Yeah. They Got call it. him Rene. Like, his real name is Rene, but yeah. he is professionally known as Residente with Calle 13. He kind of did a solo career after, like, that stuff went up. But, guys, he is, he is part of, like, the OG crew. The OG... Right. Like, I put these Puerto Rican artists into generations. So I like associate him with like the Daddy Yankee, Nikki Jam time. The early stages, which is incredible too, because all these careers have been timeless. So it really makes me wonder like how timeless Bad Bunny is going to be. Cause just talking about the trajectory of his career for a moment, he's skyrocketed. He is so famous. He is on regular like radio shows, like English, Spanish doesn't matter, but I wonder how timeless his career is actually going to be or if his message will transcend oh i i think if i think to be a really to be a timeless artist you need to have one good thing and i think that's good music and he has good music and on top of that let let me let me pause right there (laughs) (laughs) Uh, let me pause you right there um don't you think that's subjective though like what is good music of course, well, everything is bad. Money being the best artist is subjective, but if a lot of people agree on it, wouldn't you all the three of us agree that we like bad bunny music? Yes, yeah, though, if I'm being completely, completely honest, I 
I wouldn't say I'm like a huge fan. Like I admire him as an artist and what he does and how genuine and authentic Bad he bunny is. Bunny hater alert. No, listen, listen. <laughs> but I remember having this conversation not too long ago with a coworker of mine and we were talking about like concerts that we would go to. And to be completely honest, I don't know if I would pay money to see him live. You know <gasps> what I mean? Like he's good. And okay, I but I have, and it was one of the best our, this concerts. Is, this is a note to our viewers that Danny will not be joining our podcast <laughs> next episode. I just want to say that right now. No, it's like, embarrassing that okay, I get to find this out on, a, on live air. Thanks, Danny. <laughs> okay, let me let me clarify something. Yeah, there's a yeah. lot of good artists out there, and a lot of uh-huh. songs that we have on replay. Hear me out. A lot of songs that we have on replay on our iPod, for example, and playlist that we'll listen to as we're working out at the gym or whatever (laughs) but will you actually go and pay and see some of the artists i don't know i don't know bad bunny is that artist for you that you like him you like his stance he's a good artist but you're not going to pay money to go see him okay exactly i would think about it twice that's just me personally as an individual who was scared to go to spanish concerts like when i came to orlando obviously all the puerto rican artists were performing here so i saw (laughs) ozuna live great show but i took my boyfriend his first concert was bad bunny and lewis is not like specifically into any artists or anything like music is i don't want to say music isn't his thing but it's not something he like pays a lot of mind to and that was a blast. It was a great time. <laughs> he made his, like Bad Bunny made his statement. He brings other artists on stage. Like he is a performer. And even though he doesn't dance, and I would agree with Danny that like maybe he's not like the best singer. Like he has talent in that aspect, but his presence is just unmatched. Hype. You're hype. Sure. You feel hype. You feel hype in his concert. I'm sure. And so, like, if he were doing a collaboration with someone, or like, say, <laughs> I got tickets to the billboards and I see multiple artists, I'm sure, like, during his time, I would dance like never before. Like, there's no tomorrow and enjoy my time there. But, like, if we're talking about paying a lot of money to see someone, I don't think I would pay a lot of money to see him personally. If it's like that's maybe fine. 40 bucks that's, or something like that, maybe. That's okay. That's yeah. okay. Yeah, I think that's okay. Um, Bad Bunny was recently on Rolling Stones. Recognize Danny. You're, 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 you're like, you're almost, no, you almost, you almost said, listen. no, no, no. You almost said you're like, you're going to go to the gym and not put him on. I'm like, what? Be listening to Safaera working now? You missing out. You missing no, out no. if you're not working no, out no, to his I last album. You, no, no, no. I think you misunderstood what I'm saying. I'm saying I would definitely listen to him on replay, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I would pay a lot of money to see I got him you. live. I got That's you. What I, I got meant. you. Okay, so okay. then here, sure. here's my question now: Do you like him for his music, or do you like him for who he is as a person? Mm. Like, or does oh. something make you like him more because of the other? both i think the fact that he's so genuine and humble and really true to himself and doesn't put on a facade just for the cameras makes me more intrigued to hear him out as an artist does that make that, sense yes that makes a lot of sense that's a very good point well, and i, I feel like him a lot more. Yeah. right 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 right. as if maybe he wasn't like that you wouldn't be so into his music because he wouldn't be such a big presence you know exactly i would feel like he's like mm-hmm. obnoxious and and thinks he's full of himself and right eccentric like, doesn't even have that great of a voice why you know <laughs> oh <my laughs> that God. is very interesting i hope very you interesting. get hate mail <laughs> <laughs> i like him i don't i wouldn't say i love him but i like him 
Okay, well, I guess we can stay enough? away. <laughs> Why is that not enough? He's on the cover of Rolling Stone, Danny. Like he does not care. Right. And like, it's very admirable right. and e- exactly. That's His last fine. album is "You Hago Lo Que Me De La Gana." Y me encanta. That's right. That's right. Okay, but um, I also want to mention that he just dropped an- another album out of nowhere, like mm-hmm. in quarantine. And I just think this guy really does whatever he wants. I love yeah. that. Everything from like SoundCloud days to now. Like, I do believe that he is someone that the fame will not get to his head. And that's going back to my original point. That's what I think is going to make him timeless is that he's never going. I don't want to say he's never going to peak, but it's really hard to peak like personally if you always stay so grounded. Wait, what? (laughs) I've heard that. I've heard that. Like, you have to be a little ruthless in this industry to make it Peak? is that is that where you're going he's oh he's making it yeah but what i'm saying is like Gabby's is, thinking made it no okay, she's but, saying peaking that he's not no, gonna peak no i'm saying like his career may peak but like person like as a personal standpoint like for instance daddy yankee he he had a peak in his career but he is a timeless artist but right he's britney not as spears, relevant britney spears irrelevant she peaked she's old she did a las vegas show like but you know, she was she was what a nostalgic icon of the early two thousands and the nineties. Whereas Daddy Yankee, like, has lasted this entire time, and I w- I see Bad Bunny having a similar career because he always stays grounded. Like, he is right. not going to peak, um, and disappear. I guess is how I should rephrase it because right. he is always putting himself like at the forefront of social issues. Like, he is making appearances not just solely for his career. Right. And I think that's standing by. I think that's going to make him relevant in the long run where he's always since he's always going to be standing for himself and his ideals and his morals. I think that's what's going to take him what's what's going to help what's grounding him and what's going to take him to become that timeless artist. Honestly. Well, didn't he say that he was retiring soon? Didn't he allude to that? Some out after another album drop. Was that what it was? I don't know. Can anyone confirm that? Let's see. You, to be honest, I kind of thought that was a rumor or like something he floated around. Like, you know how some mm-hmm. some artists say something in an interview and then like people just pick that up for the headlines. And I just thought that's what it was. Is I, that they asked him, have you ever thought about retiring? And he's like, oh, maybe soon. But I, I think I, he had alluded to it in one of his last songs. Not in I'm the not- very recent album that he just dropped with the new songs that he was never supposed to release but i think the one before that yo look at me like and i think to be honest i'm just also in denial because i would not accept the fact that he would go into early retirement and i also don't think he'd stay there for too long because i think he does love what he does Mm -hmm. but i don't know him personally like that because i i do wonder sometimes if he struggles as an individual with anything because he seems like I don't want to say happy-go-lucky person, but such an authentic individual. Like, I don't know what's going on behind closed doors. So I do wonder a little bit, like, what this fame and pressure is like. Because it must get to you always trying to push the envelope and, like, fight stereotypes and change people's minds. Like, that's exhausting. So I wouldn't doubt it if he has thought of early retirement. Because fighting by yourself can be a little rough. Mm -hmm. But with that being said, I just wanted to, like, it seems like we all agree in this aspect that he's just such a great, like, sociopolitical icon um, to have in this artistic revolution, as Jeremy Mescla calls it. 
Um, I just kind of wanted to bounce off of you guys. Like, what's your favorite song by him? Oh, it has to be this um, Safaera um, on his really? new album. Uh, yeah, well, not on his most the uh, you are looking at that I got. That is my favorite song. It's it sounds like you're listening to like three songs all in one, and like the transitions are so good. And then he has that line where it's like, if your boyfriend doesn't bleep you out, then come over. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I just love everything about that song what about you guys i really like hablamos mañana i don't think i've heard that one it's like it's not a super well-known song but it's it's off like his latest album and it's there i don't know i just really like that album in in total because he has like some rockero influences which like if y'all know me i'm a rocker at heart and then Mm -hmm. he like he even shouts out Orlando in a song and like shouts out Juanas. <laughs> and I like, there's just a lot of little things that I'm like, hey, that's me. And like Miami is even a mention somewhere in there. So I like the whole album, but Hablamos Mañana is like low key my fave for right now. But uh, Estamos Bien, like I know that it. Oh, Estamos to- Bien, that's a, that's a good one. That's a good yeah, one. Yeah, it was just like, you know, it was an anthem for a little bit. It I know was, it was super it mainstream, was. but. I really like that one too. It was good. It was good. Danny, do you even have a favorite song? <laughs> she's like, she's like looking at the albums right now. Like, oh my god, I don't even know the names. Okay, but like, high key, her man's is a bigger like fan because I most definitely like the last time I saw Danny yeah. for a wedding, I, I I was interrogating her like, have you heard Bad Bunny's new album? what do you like off of it? And she's like, oh, I haven't listened to it yet. And then her boyfriend was like, oh, I love it. Like, I really like these songs. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, you made a good choice in life. We've actually had the album on repeat, like, this past week, so I should know. To be honest, Yo Perro Sola, to be honest, Yo Perro Sola is still stuck in my head. Like, I still want to drop down and, like, just dance. Like, there's no tomorrow. But, no, there's a new... Like, from his new album, the one that he just dropped out of nowhere, there's a couple of songs I really like. I just can't remember this, the name of the song. Hold on. Let me okay, pull it up. question. This is, a, this is a question that when this album, when You Are Lo Que Me De La Gana, when that one came out, it was being compared to his freshman album. Which one do you guys like best? His freshman album or his sophomore album? Sophomore, for sure. Really? Yeah. Like, the last one? The, the latest one for sure like not that i call the other one his quarantine one but prime like it is a good mix for me personally because i love my reggaeton but like he has different messages like the the album flows you can see like his producing work all throughout of it like sometimes you're listening to the same song and you don't even realize it because it has so many different beats in it like it is so creative the the collaboration efforts like it's very not mainstream i would describe it I don't know. I was all about this. Neither was his freshman album was mainstream either. That's not even a good... I feel like... I don't know. I'm I'm torn. I think there was no central theme in the last one. It was just like a bunch of songs that just... So are these. What's a theme on this album? This album does not have a theme either. But that's like him. Does that make sense? Like I do feel like he creates... So it's even hard to compare... But he does True. create everything or treats every song like it's a project. And that goes mm-hmm. to show, like, his intention behind everything. Like, he believes in his art. He believes in people. He believes in, like, the power of collaboration. Because even the people he collaborates with for certain songs, like, it makes total sense. Like, he couldn't just be like, oh, I needed to do a song with J Balvin, so let me toss him in this one. 
it just seemed like, oh, this song has to be done with Daddy Yankee. Does that make sense? Or this song has mm-hmm. to be done with right. sex. So it's, it's going to sound good like this. And I'm sure <sighs> some of it was like pushed for star power and stuff. But I, again, I... Someone is on that album. What? Listen, freshman <laughs> album. I'm making. I'm making a good. I'm. I promise you. I. This is. This is. I'm playing devil's advocate right now. Listen to his freshman album. It had Estamos Bien, Mia with Drake, La Romana. Remember La Romana? La Romana yeah. was good as hell. Maybe because um, those were overplayed. We're like over now. Otra Noche Miami. Caro, da caro. Come on, I think mas, this album. But I mas, felt, mas de una cita was my favorite from this last one. I found, I found the name. Mas de una cita y bendiciones. Those were my favorite. Bendiciones is good. Bendiciones is good. But his, okay, I'm ah. going back to this. His freshman album. Oh my god, we're gonna be arguing about this forever. <laughs> but I do feel ah. like his freshman album was mo- meant more of a debut. Like For Mia, sure. I felt like if he didn't do that song with Drake, it would be still great bop. But I knew that like, I think Drake was added there just for the star power and the crossover. Right, potential. obviously, obviously. Whereas I don't think Smart. any of that was in the sophomore album, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like a lot of the... He had Don Omar, Don Omar. Oh, no, this is the other one. Oh, no, with this other one, yeah. He didn't have big right. I can see, I can see what you're talking about. So I felt like it was more him. Like, he had a little more control. Because I could see, like, when you sign with a label and, like, you're about to debut officially. Because he was famous before, like, he released any albums. He was famous on SoundCloud and stuff. And that was, like, Yeah, because of that creepy, 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 creepy. Oh, my gosh. That one was on repeat. Oh, my God. You guys want to talk about Daddy Yankee repeat? I think that one's the worst. I'm sorry. And with that being said, I think we just concluded our Oye, Let's Talk episode on El Conejo Bueno. You decide. Yeah. No, you decide. We want to hear what you have to say. Let us know in the comments and stay tuned because, like as we just mentioned, Bad Bunny is not, is not just paving the way in the music industry. There's plenty of other artists that are kind of doing the same thing. But you got to stay tuned for our next episode for that. Thanks for joining us, and remember, keep Bad Bunny on repeat. <laughs> Don't be Danny. Bye. <laughs> You guys suck. <laughs>